0: Recapping the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game and giving you an update on the waiver wire if you still have time to make some changes. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. Let's get started. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here. Good morning, everyone, or good evening. If you were hearing this at night, we're going to publish this a little bit early just in case you still have time to change your waiver wire order. Dave, no pleasantries. I'm sure you're doing great. Let's talk about Pittsburgh and Baltimore here uh, what were your takeaways from this five-point win by the Steelers?
1: It was not a five-star game. Really frustrating no. how slow it took the Steelers or how slow the Steelers were to get going. And so many drops in the game, for crying out loud. Uh, I've got Claypool with one, Ebron with two, Deontay with two, Juju with one. Uncharacteristic, Roethlisberger should have had a bigger game. Benny Snell was okay, I guess, you know, 93 total yards. I think it's just okay. And then for the Ravens, look, they were shorthanded to begin with. RG3 got hurt. Trace McSorley came in. Who knew it would take Trace McSorley to get Marquise Brown going on the deep ball? That was a crazy play. I wouldn't count on that. I don't think you can get anything out of the Ravens side of this. I did like the effort from their defense. Steelers should bounce back and play bigger against Washington in week 13.
0: All right, so we're publishing this early because we want people to have a chance to make some changes to their waiver wire order if necessary here. And maybe Benny Snell moves up or down. We don't know about James Conner for next week, but Snell is 48% rostered. He had almost all of the carries for the Steelers. And Marquise Brown is 72% rostered. He had a pretty lucky catch and run uh, for a touchdown or how lucky it was, but not something you can rely on. And as Dave Pretty said, lucky. so let's get your new waiver wire order as Josh Jacobs mispracticed, but Tua might be back this week,
1: which means that Ryan Fitzpatrick probably hands off. You shouldn't go after him or if you do don't make him a high priority. If you are streaming the quarterback position, I do think Devontae Booker is worth prioritizing at this point. I know that there's talk that Josh Jacobs should play. They're optimistic. He didn't practice on Wednesday, but, this isn't a better safe than sorry thing. This is a risk thing, but I think that there is a chance that even if Jacobs plays, he won't be at hundred percent and it's a great matchup against the jets. So Booker is someone that I'd go after. First Snell would be somebody that I would go after. Although I would agree that if James Connor is back next week, Snell's meaningless. Debo Samuel obviously should be somebody. He's the safest guy to go and pick up. If you can find him off the waiver wire. And I think Frank Gore is probably the next best guy. If you need a running back, in week 13 as a matter of fact if you need a running back and you don't want to chance fab dollars or waiver priority on Booker or on Snell because they could fall out and not be the lead guy. You know Frank Gore will be, and he should be at least decent as a number 2 fantasy running back. And we talked about this on the pod earlier this week. Cam Akers, fantastic stash. If your team is headed to the playoffs and Cam Akers is on your waiver wire, go get him, pick him up, put him on your bench, see what happens. I do think he does have a chance to be a difference maker for your fantasy team.
0: What about Kyle Rudolph? Because Herb Smith did not practice, but Adam Thielen is expected back.
1: I think Rudolph is okay. I had a tough time in a couple of leagues where Zach Ertz was on the waiver wire, choosing between him and Rudolph. And I went with Ertz just thinking, okay, if he's healthy, he'll be back in the swing of things. And we know that tight ends are a big part of what Philadelphia's offense is now. But I I don't mind going after Kyle Rudolph if you need a tight end who you know is going to play. And there's another sleeper out there, Tyler Eifert, who had a touchdown. He really should have had two touchdowns last week. Decent matchup in week number 13. Don't have to spend a lot of fab for him. A lot of people aren't looking for him, but I think he's got a chance to come through again as a touchdown or bust tight end. If you're desperate, if you need a tight end, you can put him last on your priority at that position.
0: You know, the Texans have played 11 games and in 10 of them, two pass catchers have either caught a touchdown or had 90 yards. So there's a vacancy there. So keep an eye on Kiki QT. I know he's available in almost every league. And Jordan Akins could be another one who steps up. There. Let me
1: let me give you one more. Isaiah Coulter, who's a rookie for them, should get an opportunity to play. Uh, obviously, in dynasty leagues, there's one dynasty league I'm in. Uh, I'm putting a I'm trying to figure out the five percent bid in to try and get Coulter on my bench just to see what happens for the next week or two.
0: Okay, Dave, let me ask you about Savan Ahmed, Miles Gaskin. What do you think about the Dolphins' backfields? as they get ready for Cincinnati? Ahmed was limited in practice, and hopefully Gaskin back this week.
1: I think it's going to be a rotation between the two of them. I would imagine that the coaching staff in Miami has more trust in Gaskin than Ahmed, and Gaskin has been a little more proven in passing situations. And DeAndre Washington didn't practice. So this is a merry-go-round at running back for the Dolphins could be as many as three heads in that backfield if you include Patrick Laird but if all three of those guys are healthy I think Gaskin is the best one
0: we could be getting DeAndre Swift back Daryl Bevel's optimistic there we could we should be getting Jonathan Taylor back we expect him to play and Todd Gurley was limited in practice so we could be getting him back as well and are those three running backs starts if they are playing uh, Swift Taylor and Todd Gurley are they starts
1: I think they all are, just by nature of the beast of the position. Gurley is the one I'd be most scared to start. He'd be a low-end number two option. Swift, I don't care if he's playing the Bears or not. Akeem Hicks didn't practice on Wednesday for Chicago. That would make the matchup even better for Swift. And and Taylor, you've got to figure against the Texans, could get a lot of work and do well with it.
0: All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. Make sure you follow us and stream us on Spotify. Leave us a nice five-star review and a good comment, and we'll answer your questions on Sunday. For Dave Richard, I'm at Mazur, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on uh, Friday morning. I'm all thrown <laughs> off with this NFL schedule. On Friday morning. See you later, everyone.